Welcome to Life Talk. This is a podcast where we discuss real life issues within the young people in the Ethiopian and Eritrean community. Uh, in this conversation, we talked about the identity issues within our community. A lot of young people feel lost and unsure about who they are. And so we hope that you connect with this topic and you join us for more. There is a lot of struggle you know, because they're living in two different worlds. You know, when they go home, they're Ethiopian, they speak Amharic. Most of their parents might not speak English, you know, well. Those young and young adults struggle a lot with, with, with their identity. Ethiopian, Eritrean, from. I was going to say, uh, while you were speaking, you brought up like resentment, feeling resentment towards other people, towards yourself, whatever it is. And also um, dealing with racism, xenophobia, things like that. I remember um, one thing I thought about was resentment towards your own parents, especially like mm. because a majority of, you know, our parents are immigrants. Mm. I don't I barely know any like Abisha parent who's over the age of like 30 that was born in America. Right. Mm. I remember personally. I resented my parents. There was one instance, actually, that ties in with the resentment towards your parents and like dealing with xenophobia and racism. I don't remember how old I was. I think I was like eight or nine years old. Could you d- oh, define xenophobia? Xenophobia is like um, hate or like discrimination towards people like who are foreigners, not of like the same country or same, um, Benton, the same like, not race. Not like yeah, that are like that are foreign. Mm. And so um, I remember this one instance. I think we were at a Nissan dealership and we were at the office. And I don't know why I remember this so vividly, but it was because it, it really tugged on my heartstrings. Is we were there, it was me, my dad, and my mom. Yeah, me, my dad, and my mom. And we were waiting in the office, and this like big, burly, like white man, fed end man, walks into the office. He sits like on the corner desk, like the corner of his desk. And I remember my mom was talking to him. My mom is more fair-skinned. If you've seen my mom, you've definitely met my mom. She's more fair-skinned, right? So I've noticed that, like, even growing up, like, she was treated a little bit better than my dad. And my dad is, like, my skin tone a little bit darker. Still just as amazing, whatever, right? All these great qualities. But he, I remember him being treated differently than my mom was. We walked in there. My mom speaks with a little bit less of an accent than my father does. So she was speaking to him. He understood her, whatever. And then when my dad was trying to explain to him, he was very, like just standoffish towards my dad and that was something I was like noticing I was like why is my dad being treated differently than my mom and that's definitely something I remember vividly because I was like okay like like why is this happening like obviously there's a difference in how my parents look but they're still the same they're still trying to get the same point across and that's something that I've really like thought about and then but then sometimes that turns into like resentment where it's like why couldn't you just be like the white parents why couldn't you like i brought that up like sometimes when like my parents and i are like arguing because that's inevitable they're always going to argue with somebody there's it's there's points of contention but i remember like i was like why can't we just be like like uh, like fed parents like why can't you guys like why can't we be like a white household things like that and it's like you have to remember like that's such like that hits really hard to my parents because it's like, what? Like, we can't change one. We can't change how we look physically. Like, we weren't born here. You weren't born here. So there's really nothing we can do. But it's like, I'm trying my best to, like, um, try, I'm trying my best to, like, provide the best life for you guys. Da, 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 da. But it's like, at the same time, I was feeling this resentment towards my parents where it's like, why couldn't you guys be like, why couldn't you be less strict? Why, can't, why couldn't you talk, like, when we're in public? Why can't you, like, lower your voice when you're on the phone? Why do you talk with an accent? Things like this. Like, now I understand. Now I'm more like... 
I'm compassionate when it comes to those things. Now I embrace my culture a lot more than I did when I was younger. That's definitely something that I've heard um, other people talk about is resentment towards their parents for not acting like these, you know, white picket fence, like houses, like like your stereotypical white family, like people who have been here their entire lives who know how to do it, like have this structure. And it's like, that's definitely something that could also apply to people outside of our culture. But because we are discussing within our community, that's something that I've definitely, I think is really important. You, you, you know what I'm saying? That you, you raised a, a very nice point. You know? <laughs> yeah, two, sure. I think two weeks ago we had this uh, repairs of the Brocknell uh, Summit. Yeah. And, and we have, uh, uh, you remember, we have a lunch at uh, Dr. Muskie's house. And, 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 and she was saying, even asking forgiveness, you know, from, from, from this generation, you know, sorry, you know, we yeah. brought you here. Yes, so that we can, we can get a good education, you can get, you know, a good living standard, mm -hmm. but, but, but understand this, you know. She, yes, you're resentful towards us, you're angry towards us, but be understood. I can't, I am, I bo I'm born, raised as an Ethiopian, you know, and I can't be, she said, I, I, I can't be like a suburban white mom or mm. you know, maybe an African, African American. I can't be like that, you know? So, because you know, kids have, have, have why did you bring me here? Mm. Why, why did you, and, and expose me to all this, mm. you know, uh, trauma in, yeah. in heart, you know? That's a lived experience, yeah. you know, of this generation. Mm -hmm. Even I was in one uh, meeting, with, that's a big Baptist, you know, Southern Baptist convention, mm. and there's a lot of debate going on, you know? And, and finally, of course, they, 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 they recognize this is their lived experience, they mm -hmm. say. And we have to deal with that. So, because this is, a, this is an issue that's, that's so hot, especially during the COVID. You remember this racism issue. Is there yeah. racism here in this country? Is there any systemic racism in this country? How is the social environment? But one thing that, 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 that uh, in that conference was, was recognized is this is their lived experience. This is what they have experienced. This is what I, they fail towards others. This is how they. They, they feel that they are true. This is what they perceive. So we need to impact that and, and work on that. That's good. You know? so, so that you can, ha you can really go beyond your, our personal experiences and, and try to do something to fix the social environment mm -hmm. if that contributes to identity crisis. It's a worsening of this uh, negative self-image, even mm -hmm. negative image towards others. But, but not only to your mom, to your dad, you know, mm -hmm. this generation resented towards this country, resented towards others, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and that that's resentment, it, it makes you ineffective in so many ways, you know? It's uh, in, in relationships, in your workplaces, you know, look, even we can look at, you know, characters from, from history, from scripture, from, from other sources, you know? I'm, I'm grown up as a Christian, you know? And, and, and as an evangelical, I'm, I'm an evangelical Christian as well. Mm -hmm. The story of Joseph, you know, being mistreated with his own brothers. You know, mm -hmm. you can, it's not about being mistreated with, with white or African American, with other uh, national, but it, this can happen with your own brother, with mm -hmm. your own sister. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the most important thing is how are you going to deal with it? Mm -hmm. How are you going to, how are you going over it? Yeah. You know, how did Joseph, you know, handle that heart, mistreated? Mm -hmm rejected, sold by his own brothers. Right. So and we need to understand this is also you know, a human, a human, human uh, sin nature too. In that, we can, we can bring that issue as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a major issue, you know, resentment towards you know, your own uh, mom and dad and, 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 and your own community, and, and, and it goes to resentment to, to 
for this, you know, the nation, why American, African American. It could be, it could be to anyone, you know, that could be directed to uh, someone. So yeah. that 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 has created a lot of, and 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 you know, so that you, you know, once you feel that spirit of rejection and resentment, and you know, you that creates anger. You know, and, and as, I, as I said, it could increase violence. You know, and, and, and make you more violent, or, or and 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 definitely, uh, and that could lead to you know substance abuses, to mental illnesses. Some of them really struggle with anxiety, with depression. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it, it could lead to you know uh, uh, you can repress it, mm -hmm. and, and and you you can you want to reject your own identity, or you want to conform with. Uh, with or and and, and excessive responses, you know, kid kid come to and, and the, the social activism, the political activism that you see mm -hmm. sometimes uh, would help you know improve the social environment and the context. But also, you know, it could be an excessive response too. Yeah. So um, there is a huge huge impact yeah. on our social, emotional, physical, mm -hmm. uh, and and career. Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic as a child because in one hand, you're, you're grateful mm -hmm. for an opportunity to live in the West, mm -hmm. yeah. to have a Western education, mm -hmm. uh, to live in, you know, depending on where you live. Mm -hmm. uh, not everybody's experiencing this, but relative safety, mm -hmm. you know, and to be nourished, you know, and uh, in, a, you know, in, a, in a free country like mm -hmm. this, you know. You know, you see the sacrifice your parents made to come here, and you, you have to be grateful for it. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, there's also a lot of negative stereotypes oh. about being Ethiopian. Like, mm -hmm. I remember, like, there was a South Park episode uh, where they had this character, I think it was, like, Starvin' Marvin, mm -hmm. something like that. It's just this, you know, anorexic, you know, guy, and they just made fun of this, you know, they, they made a character out of a starving Ethiopian. Yeah. And I remember, like, hearing that, like, being called that, having other Ethiopians mm -hmm. being called that, or... Or people ask where are you from, and and all they the only you know. Do they have water there? Yeah. Do they yes. have what else? They said do you have water there? Do you use their food there? You right. Know, war, and all they could think about is the the negative stereotypes. So it's it's so I remember just personally like struggling to have pride in where I came mm -hmm. from. Like I was just like I'm yeah. not proud to be Ethiopian, man. Like I'm I just not. Like I kind of wish I was something else, you know. And it wasn't until like I w actually took a trip to Ethiopia, like mm -hmm. uh, for the first time. I was 20 years old. This was maybe 2015 or something like mm -hmm. that. And I went to Ethiopia, and I got to see the beautiful culture the be and, and learn a lot about the history and and you know, see the beautiful landscape. You know, my aunt is a geographer, and so she creates maps in mm -hmm. Ethiopia. And, uh, and I think an, and uh, another family friend is a historian, so she was just telling me like the the lineage of kings and the history. Ethiopian. I remember thinking, wow, like, and if, if I really studied up on Ethiopian culture, I could have something to counter the negative influence of, of, of negative stereotypes. And so that's something I just really struggled with. 